0: You are listening to Backstage Pass Podcast, hosted by Hannah Trigwell and brought to you by Common. The Backstage Pass Podcast is a guide for upcoming artists and newcomers to the music industry. Each week, I speak to experts in different fields, and in this episode, I will be talking to Julia Noons about being an artist and how she's navigated through a decade of releasing music online. Hello, Julia Noons.
1: Hello, Hannah Trigwell. Did I say it good? That's it yes said it's so
0: good how are you I'm
1: excellent how are you
0: good I'm good yeah to give a quick introduction to everyone on this podcast you are an American singer-songwriter that is a very very brief introduction (laughs) though so so Julia Noons who are you tell us tell us about yourself
1: oh let's see um well, I think it's fun. Now that like everyone is internet famous, I like to, I like to yes. say I was one of the first.
0: <laughs> you were, you were. I remember watching one of your videos. I feel like it was 10 years ago, you know?
1: Yeah, it,
0: it, it probably was. was. It was a, you were playing acoustic guitar, but it was one of the first videos I ever, ever saw on YouTube.
1: Yeah, when I first started posting videos on YouTube, there were only a few of us. Like, that sounds crazy to say now, but there were like anyone who had gotten any amount of like, uh, praise. We all knew each other.
0: (laughs) And I see that you've done loads of touring and, but do you still, would you still say you're like an online musician, if that's a thing? (laughs)
1: I'm an online musician (laughs) I like it Um, I yeah I've gone through so many phases in front of the internet so it's um, it's really hard to classify me I like to think of myself as like this uh, solo entity (laughs) that uh, yeah makes music and puts it on the internet and because people like it I get to make a living
0: but it, that's the truth as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, things like uh, Kickstarter and Patreon mean that I don't have to like, I never signed a record deal. I never um, had to do like crazy ads or commercials for anything. Um, yeah. It's like a small business and the thing I make is music.
0: Which is amazing. I've seen that you've got a really close community of fans and and you did an amazing Kickstarter project and now on Patreon how are you finding that whole process of having a a kind of core fan group that you share exclusive content with?
1: I love it I love them I feel like the conversations are almost reminiscent of how we were talking about like YouTube used to be small it's like I actually feel like I can talk With this group of people about um, what I made. Like, I just redid a song from back then. Um, The song that I put out on August 1st, just earlier this month, was a a remake of a song called August that I wrote when I was 16. I'm 31 now. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And there are people. That's awesome. Yeah. it, It sounds like completely different and the same. And, like, everyone who's been with me for a decade is, like, you're completely different and the same. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, we just got to, like, talk about it in the comment section. Like, the way the internet um, always felt the best to me was when we would just, like, chat and, like, be passionate about things and not be afraid of, like, criticism or whatever. And uh, Mm -hmm. it was a weird switch to go to, like, um, have it be, like, oh, I need to, you need to, like, pay this certain amount to, like, be in this club or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it really, like, when I accepted that, it was so much easier to talk to people because, like, the, the internet just gets so loud and so um, intense. and Crazy. I'm, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm a sensitive little artist and I'm, like, <laughs> putting out these songs like I, I think people forget that artists are like sensitive
0: it's hard as well you know people have people have sent messages to me before being like um and i feel bad you know if someone's commented something and you haven't responded but it's impossible you would never be able to create art anymore you would not have enough time in the day to create music if you responded to everyone who commented on the stuff that's publicly available. And then it doesn't then negate the actual social part of social media. It's an endless cycle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I think that that's why you have to actually enjoy social media. Like, I I do enjoy it. Um, And then, like, nothing kills art faster than, like, guilt or obligation so yeah i think i'm actually doing the best at it i've ever done like uh, i'm putting out a song a month and aside from that i stay a little quiet and it's allowed me to have like it's crazy to think like after 10 years i'm like oh yeah this is the time that i really have figured it out but it's true (laughs) i didn't i didn't have it figured out until recently um, but one of the things that I think I've figured out is that I need to work with people. I need to work with, like, close friends. So I have a bandmate named Chase Burnett, and he's an amazing musician. He puts out his own music. And uh, I, I work with him. I, there's no way I would be able to do it without him. Like, there's places that I yeah. would get stuck and feel the, like, oh, I've been working on this for so long, and I don't know if I like it, um, that I've always experienced. But now I can be like, well, here's what I've got. Here's the parts that I do like. And I send it off to Chase Burnett. He does some magic. Like his skill set is so complementary to mine. So uh, it's like more work, but more fun to work with people.
0: Originally, I introduced you as a singer songwriter, but would you would you call yourself that or do you produce your own music as well?
1: Uh yeah, Chase and I co-produce it. I would say he does the heavy lifting. Cool. Like like right. S- something I've never been good at is beats and he just like the beat like makes it for me. So I say he does like 75% of the producing, but uh yeah, I have an opinion. I I send the chords over. Yeah, yeah. I do a little <laughs> top line do 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 do. <laughs>
0: so I recently had your manager Emily white on as a guest on this podcast she's obviously written a book about how to have a sustainable career in music she must be a great person to have on your
1: team yeah she really sorted my my stuff out I don't can I swear
0: yeah yeah feel
1: free she sort s- sorted my shit out it was uh, <laughs> it was kind of a mess when she when she came along and um I remember being like very overwhelmed by the process of it. And she was like, oh, well, it's very plainly laid, laid out in my book. <laughs> and I was like,
0: <laughs> "Right."
1: oh, she's got it down to like a really exact like thing. And she keeps it up to date too. Like I I don't think a lot of people have factored in the new paradigm of like Patreon, Kickstarter, even like TikTok, Instagram, like there's there's a lot to catch up to.
0: Do you feel a pressure to be across across the board like on it all the time?
1: Uh I used to and I now like just more highly prioritize like uh enjoying it. Cuz if I don't enjoy yeah. it then then even any work ethic that I like get like force myself to do will die and then I'll let people down <laughs> so uh, yeah, just yeah. something like sustainable enjoyable that actually like is what I say it's gonna be and I never yeah I never like fall off because I'm just like dead and tired
0: it's hard isn't it when you don't have inspiration and you're just if you feel like you need to or like you say if you're obliged to write something and then you don't write something that you like and then the guilt creeps in and then ah but do you have things that trigger off your inspiration do you have things that you can ever go to and think I know that doing this or being there's gonna
1: I definitely know that uh boredom (laughs) gets me (laughs) yeah um I've seen a few talks on this yeah like uh it's uh we're so entertained by our phones and there's so much that um takes the thinking the job of like thinking for you and then you don't Mm -hmm. you don't create in your mind but if i take away all of my entertainment i i have more like my my brain does more thinking and then i think that with artists you just naturally create if you're given the space to like it's pretty immediate. Uh, or actually no, I would say that there are two hours where if I take everything away from myself, there are two hours where I'm like, oh, when I get my phone back, I'm going to like order this thing that I've been meaning to order. I'll text my mom this thing I've been meaning to say. And and like I, I like mourn the loss of my phone. So I like keep a little <laughs> list of like when I get my phone back, I'm going to do these things. And then after two hours, I'm like, my brain is so rich with ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Do you have bored. a pen and paper to hand when that happens. Gotta gotta have some some yeah. pen to paper. Yeah. Or um I, I sometimes can trust myself to turn off the Wi-Fi on my computer and like wipe my desktop and uh like even hide the icons for the internet. Like just hide everything and only have the music recording software, the video recording software. Like sometimes I can trust myself because typing is so much faster. Like and yeah, making the idea is so much more satisfying than than thinking about the idea and planning out the idea. Like just make it. <laughs> um, but it yeah, all depends absolutely. on if you can trust yourself to not like go do the, the entertaining thing.
0: <laughs> do you use uh, Logic or Ableton mm-hmm. or?
1: Yes. Yeah, Logic. I use Logic and Final Cut Pro and um, I found this editing software on an app on my phone called Leap Video that um, filters, like, it does the colors the way that I want the colors to be. Like, I I could never color correct on Final Cut, but yeah, Leap Video, it's a a video editing app that... um, it has like filters that feel like they they just make it feel nice like i uh, I notice how much like higher quality my videos look when the color is nice nice and since I'm putting out a video every month, like uh this year, it'll be my ninth song this year on September first, and that's great yeah. Well done, thank you. And I've just gotten better and better. Like I, I need to like the video, right? So like, I, mm. at some point, I realized like I need to find <clears throat> something that does what Disco does for pictures because I love Instagram. I love, I do like love social media. I have to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what is your track of the week this week?
1: My track of the week. Can I open Spotify? Remy Wolf monte carlo okay and it might be it might be a toss-up between they're both remy wolf there's monte carlo and then there's woo.
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) okay i need to check this out
1: such fun music like she's having fun and uh i keep watching videos of hers she's like gone fully quarantine like (laughs) <laughs> All right, here's what I can do in quarantine. All of her music videos are her surrounded by 3D images of herself. So it's like weird little claymation wow. Remy Wolf's dancing awkwardly the way you can program a computer to dance. I love Remy Wolf. I'm obsessed.
0: What is the best lesson that you've learned in your career so far? Y-
1: you just have to be in the driver's seat of your career you know you know better than anyone what your actual job and vision is yeah so never assume that someone else knows better than you
0: solid solid answer excellent love that (laughs) well thanks so much for speaking to me uh it's been awesome to meet you like this hopefully we'll meet someday in the future and I hope you have a
1: great week I hope you have an excellent week thank you so much thanks
0: for tuning into this episode be sure to hit subscribe and leave a comment to let us know what you think and I will see you next time on Backstage Pass